0: The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net.
1: Sports today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, or welcome to
0: Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today if you're listening on the Hour Two podcast. Appreciate you guys being with us this morning or this afternoon or whenever you're listening. If you're listening on the podcast, um, we've finally got we we've made it, guys. We've made it on Facebook. We have a spammer.
1: I just saw that come across.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Maybe we just banned them from the page. (laughs) How's that? Uh, Just delete that comment right quick. Mm. Uh, Yeah, that was fun. Um,
2: I didn't see it,
0: and it's just as well. Coach, Coach call Ifatola. She's going to give you a spiritual reading. Coach Dickinson. <laughs> I wonder
1: what that says about Coach Dickinson that, you know, that this person thinks he's he ne- the one that, 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 he that, needs that he's the one that needs a, he needs a spiritual, spiritual
2: reading. reading. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's interesting. Actually, they might have. Maybe they know a little something. <laughs> they know something we don't know.
0: Yeah. Nana, na boo, <laughs> boo. If you are on Facebook and you. And Uh, you're not a spammer. And you're not a spammer and you would like to interact with us. We would love to do that. Um, So feel free. Just search Facebook on Facebook, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports. We are live right now. The little red circle will be around our profile photo. You can just click that and we'll bring it right up. If you do not have Facebook and you want to watch the show, you can do so on sm-tnsports.com. And if you want to listen to the show, you missed maybe the first hour, you want to go back and listen, definitely do that. It was a good good first hour. Um, It's on the Podcast, which is available if on our website, there's a tab, podcast tab. You just hit Prep Sports Today, take you right to it. Can't miss it. Or just search sm-tn Prep Sports Today wherever you get your podcast: Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, any of them. So, yeah, um, kind of want to talk a little NCAA hoops, uh, men's and women's. We won't separate them like you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like some entities may do. Some
2: organizations.
0: <laughs> uh, but uh, we, we do need to, you know, we want to mention our bracket challenge. If you are in our bracket challenge, uh, I believe uh, it is uh, Scott Beasley is we believe to be, be in the Beesball. Yeah, we believe that it, that's Scott. See, see, here's the, here's gonna be the problem at the end. We got to figure out, yeah, you know, whoever our winner is, they got to. A weird name, <laughs> so we got to be like, okay, well, whoever this person is, call us, <laughs> and you can get a hundred dollar gift card to Amigos Mexican Grill. If this be you, yeah, and you can use it in one of their three great locations: Spring Hill, Lewisburg, or Chapel Hill. Not all over. No, no, no. We, well, I mean, yeah, we pretty well figured out who Coach Cully, Cully was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cully, Cully, Coach. Cully, Cully I'm coaches. I'm sorry. Guess. Yeah, my bad. Cully coaches guesses, and he guessed all right. Guess right up to second place. I wish I'd have guessed.
2: You'd have been better. off. have
0: <laughs> been better off. Uh, next time, next year, I'm just going to pick on uh, which one I think would win in a what mask I think would win in a fight. <laughs>
2: That's how I'm going to pick my bracket. Next year. Can't couldn't be any worse. Huh? It can't be any
0: worse. Well, but but
2: okay. So here's the deal, though. You would expect a volunteer to beat a beaver, especially a volunteer with a rifle. One would think so. I mean, would you? How much better off would you have been? It just depends.
0: I mean, I, I did have Tennessee losing in the third round to Oklahoma State or second round to Oklahoma State. So, Volunteers and Cowboys. Exactly. I got the Cowboys it's gonna be a little quicker, probably a little more accurate.
2: But the Cowboys won't have on coonskin cap, so. so.
0: Well. Maybe, but. I'm just saying that that's how I'm gonna pick my bracket next year. <laughs> and speaking of volunteers, let's mm, talk about the women.
2: Volunteers first. and Wolverines.
0: Yeah, clearly the Wolverines um a little more fierce because they get a seventy to fifty five win over the Lady Vols yesterday. My national champion now out in both brackets. <laughs> men's and women's.
2: Maybe you should have just picked on colors.
0: I like their. I I would definitely have picked picked Tennessee over over Michigan, Michigan in that yeah, in that's regard, true too. because I like that baby blue from the Lady Vols. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, tough night for Renee Davis and and Ray Burrell who combined for twenty three points. I think one had twelve, one had eleven. Just not, couldn't get anything going in the second quarter where they were held to seven points. Seven points in the second quarter,
2: and. With all of the offensive weapons that they have, seven points and a quarter is kind of tough to, to fathom.
0: Yeah. Uh, certainly not what you would expect in any way, shape, or form from Tennessee. And, that's it. I mean, that's tough. It is.
2: And so, another year without a Sweet 16 This appearance. is Mi-
0: Michigan's first ever. Women's Sweet Sixteen
2: Appearance. Oh, that makes it even worse.
0: Six-seeded Michigan defeats three-seed Tennessee. I'd say, yeah, man. Um, I'm just, you know, this particular tournament I'm excited about because – you know, we are going to see some really good basketball in, on the women's side. Uh, Alabama takes on Maryland today. They've already beaten Maryland in the men's side, so the women get their chance. Um, Georgia and Oregon will be a really good game. That game is at uh, 2 p.m. Central. Alabama Maryland at 12, and that's on espn I
2: want to talk just a second about that game from the standpoint that you know, when Christy Curry got to Alabama from Texas A&M, I thought it was an odd hire. And, you know, there for a while it was. But, you know, in this in this microwave culture that we're in right now, they actually took the crockpot ap- approach with, with Christy Curry and kind of let her work through some things. And they've got Alabama, you know in the tournament and playing pretty well. And, and it's kind of been a long time coming. So I think this game today against, you know, Maryland and, and Brenda Freese I, I think will be interesting just to see how far Alabama has come. Uh, again, this year in particular, so many, so many non-conference opportunities were lost. So outside of conference play, you don't know how good some of these teams are, and I'm, I'm interested to see how this matchup in particular goes.
0: Yeah. Um, Alabama kind of – they found a way to recruit the state, so that's been a positive. Um, and I think that's, that's really where you have to start. Mm-hmm. I mean you have to start recruiting the best players in your state. So and
2: there are some good players in Alabama. I mean there there are players that are good enough to play at the SEC level. So Oh no doubt. If you can do that, you're going to give yourself a chance to be competitive on a year-to-year basis.
0: Yeah, a couple a couple juniors and one junior in particular that I remember uh playing down at Brooks High School and JP knows that the the basketball tradition at Brooks High School is pretty strong. Uh, men's and women's down there. Uh, Allie Craig Cruz, who is just she was fantastic to watch. Um, and it's it's so important to to note how not only how well Alabama women have recruited the state, but they've got players from New York, Rochester, New York. Um, a player from Fort Worth, Texas, which I assume. There's a little bit of help there if you've recruited Texas before. Um, Toronto, Ontario, <laughs> Canada. Uh, so, yeah, they, you know, once you start reaching out and you, you, you're you able to, to recruit your home state well, that's when you can start reaching out nationwide to find better players. And that's one of the things about the Southeastern Conference that we've talked about and how women's basketball in the Southeastern Conference – because of how good it's been over the years, um, that's that's really been something that that we could hang our hat on here. Uh, not that the southeastern conference doesn't hang its hat on just about all sports.
2: Meanwhile, stepping away from the the NCAA tournament for just a second, um, I wonder how much Alabama's success had to do with the under the radar dismissal of Terry Williams-Flournoy over at Auburn a couple of weeks ago. I missed that until I was reading something entirely different earlier today. But, uh, uh,
0: I think they've just underachieved for far too many consecutive seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's um, – this is interesting. You know, Did you know, you know Gino hasn't been with UConn yeah. in the last 10 days? Yeah, he, he's quarantining. Uh, he will be back. Um, so when they well, play, I, I hate to hear Sunday, that he
2: was not healthy and, uh, hope he's doing better.
0: That's big of you to say, Mo.
2: Well, trying to be professional, not a big Oriama fan, not a big UConn fan, but don't want anybody anyway. to suffer from this. So, yeah.
0: Oh, <sighs> on the men's side. We talked with Jerry Palm yesterday, and the resounding answer was just no to everything. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you had a question? No, no, no questions.
2: No, I, I just felt like we were getting slapped.
1: It wasn't to a lack of trying on Mo's behalf, <laughs> that's for sure.
2: I, I kept, I was looking, I was trying to get a yes out of him somewhere, and maybe we were just asking bad questions.
1: And Jerry was emphatic about it too. He was, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's why pretty, I felt like I was getting. He slapped. was like, "No fool." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how, how could you even ask that? You know, yeah. In
0: in his defense, or 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 at least with context, most bracketologists overvalued the Big Ten and undervalued the Pac twelve. <laughs>
2: Therefore, so, if it, the committee did, so it, did he. It, yeah so there you go
0: so a little self-preservation yeah, there you're saying? i'm saying there might have been but if you want to listen to what he had to say it is on our special guest podcast which you can find on the website just under the podcast tab just hit special guest or you can just go down to the site like there's a there's a place on the website where the special guest podcast you can just hit play and it'll play it for you there you go it's whole thing
2: <laughs> we, we try to make it easy we
0: try to make it easy it's so easy to find everything we do um you guys got any any thoughts on the Sweet Sixteen? I know we, we we asked him and and kind of, but who do we feel like is is the sleeper, but also the favorite?
2: You know, I think the way Arkansas had to scrap to get past Texas Tech, I, I think um, they're ready for just about anything they're going to see here this next week um i mean they got they got pushed twice i mean colgate a lot of a lot of folks had picked colgate i think because again you're always looking for that double digit seed everybody's trying to hit on that upset there but they really had to um they really had to go hard to get past colgate and then again texas tech pushed them right to the brink i think that they are um positioned pretty well and have you know they've been tested here
0: and they get Oral Roberts which we know they've been they've been good they've they've won a couple of games they probably shouldn't have won but arkansas certainly you know arkansas gets oral roberts and could potentially even get villanova you know a five c that we don't think is going to be that good mm-hmm. i mean obviously they've got to get past baylor but arkansas certainly has a shot at the um at the final 4 um I think my favorite to get to the Final Four has got to be Gonzaga. I mean, they've got a 5, 6, and 7 waiting on them. They don't even have to play the two because Oregon defeated Iowa.
2: Well, I mean, they're the overall number one seed, yeah. so it shouldn't really matter. But, but the, the path has pretty well been cleared for them. Wouldn't it be something, though, if Creighton,
0: <laughs> in this particular season, <laughs> – mm. Mm. At, at, at that point, could you say that they stuck it out on the plantation?
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> I'm just asking. I want to know. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I wonder how much longer McDermott's going to be on said plantation. I mean, they brought him back, but is this thing done? Are what, they done? What did what? I tell you? What did I tell you that we would know everything we needed to know
0: about McDermott with one thing, whether it happened or didn't? Whether that
2: assistant coach and it, stayed or and left, he's, he's and he's still stayed,
0: there, so that's all I needed to know. He's fine. He's yeah. not going anywhere, especially if they go to the Final Four and beat Gonzaga. They,
2: oh yeah, yeah. they I think they'd probably be putting up a statue in Omaha if they beat Gonzaga. So
0: exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's that, uh, and and I think I think you you gotta you gotta say Syracuse. Has a shot. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, 11 this, this, this is when they do their best work, It's when they're a double-digit seed.
0: I mean, that entire bracket is an 8 seed, a 12 seed, an 11 seed, and a 2 seed. If Houston doesn't get there this time, they're not getting there. This is their chance. Yeah. It's wild, man. This is It's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I uh, it, it's it's wild to me that the East is kind of like the the chalk bracket, <laughs> you know, one two four still left, and UCLA, the eleven seed that came out of the playing game, a little surprising, but outside of that, it, it it's pretty much exactly what you expected. So, wild anyway, and wacky. Wild and Wacky. It is Wild and Wacky Wednesday. There you go. We'll get to the weirdest and wildest news uh, in the last segment of the day, but we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, hopefully we can drag in uh, Sammy Sparkman.
2: You can drag him in. I'm not touching him.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: former
0: former boxer yeah. and uh, Columbia it, resident. It, it,
2: so. I'm, I'm not trying to take him anywhere against his will. We'll be right back. <laughs> If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you.
1: Sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today
0: welcome back into the show as we approach the bottom of the second hour chris Yamo Patton, jp plant coach mike in the building you guys are on facebook and we appreciate that make sure to talk to us there interact we'd love to talk to you um I do want to mention that chad hall corrected me and 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 as i thought about it as i was saying it i was like I think she might have played at Lauderdale County. It was Allie Greg Cruz played at Lauderdale County where they have a much bigger girls' basketball tradition.
2: Uh, well, thank they, thank goodness for Chad Hall keeping us straight. He does. Because you need it.
0: Funny story. <laughs> uh, they, had a, they had a set of triplets at LCHS back when I was still calling ball in, like, 2014. And they all went to U, in UNA and played in one was much better than the rest, but uh, they were all very good basketball players. I think they won, like, 70-something games in a row. It was crazy. Yeah. Jeez. So, okay. big basketball tradition at LCHS down in Lauderdale County. Okay. Um, if you missed any part of today's show, feel free. Go to the podcast. It's on sm-tnsports.com. Follow us on Twitter at sm sports, where we are giving you the most up-to-date and accurate consistent coverage of local high school and community college sports in Southern Middle Tennessee. And other than that, hour two is always a lot of fun because we never know what's going to happen. And on Wild and Wacky Wednesday, well, things can get wild and wacky. And this morning, as we were preparing for the show, we were lucky enough to cross paths with Someone who will be on another show on WKRM uh, this weekend, but we wanted to try to coax him in here. I, I said drag Sammy, but Mo said he wasn't going to do make you do anything against your will. So I, I'm, I, I'm I'm not dragging anybody that
2: knocked people out for a living. So uh, no,
0: I'm I'm not going there. But no, we we are pleased to uh, be joined on the. In the Parks Motor Sales hot, hot seat, seat. There you go. Uh, Sammy Sparkman, former boxer and a guest on History's Hook again. That is WKRM one hundred three point seven at eight AM on Saturday, and again on six at six PM on Sunday. Uh, thanks
2: for coming in here, man. Thanks, for, thanks for having me. Absolutely, um, Sammy is a name in his own right, as we mentioned, the former professional boxer started boxing here in Columbia um as a youngster. But also the the father of former Columbia Central linebacker and Mr. Football, Fred Sparkman. And and I know as parents sometimes we just become Fred's dad or Fred's dad. Or yes. Nick and Brandy's dad or whatever else. <laughs> but um clearly People know you without Fred.
0: And- Most of the time, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Most of the time, yes.
2: Um, when I I happened to be in the Mar- in the Murray County Archives um, a couple of days ago doing something completely unrelated, and and Tom Price mentioned that he was going to be doing something with you, and no disrespect, I hadn't heard of you. Now I'm from right. Franklin originally, so. I've not had a whole lot of dealings down this way until the last four or five years. But, but you know, I'd heard of, you know, Jerome Coffey and Clint Jackson right. and, and Johnny Bumpus and some of those guys that fought out of Nashville right. during, you know, kind of the heyday <laughs> of Nashville boxing. You were a little bit
3: behind those guys. Is that right? Probably about uh, eight years, nine years. Yeah, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. All right. How'd you get started in
2: boxing in Columbia?
3: Actually, it was. it's a story, you know? I mean, when I say it's a story, it's a story, you know? It's like i seen this one guy. He was running every day, every day. And I'm trying to figure out, where the heck is this guy going every day? <laughs> where is he going? I'm only five, six years old watching this guy. I'm like, where are you going every day? So I stopped him and said, uh, where are you going every day? <laughs> where are you running to? And he said, uh, I'm going to the boxing gym. I was like, boxing gym? I said, uh, can I go? He said, uh, let's go ask your mother. So we went to ask my mother, and from that day on, it was all right. I went to, I run to the box. Every time he'd come to my house or run by my house, I'd run right behind him. We'd go straight to the box and then work out. It, and it transformed, and it just kept going. It's like, and then everybody just, I just, in my mind, I was really like happy to have something going on besides running around the streets, going to the store down the street, getting penny cookies. (laughs) Gotcha. Um, Well, it obviously paid off for you. Fortunately, yes. And I say fortunately, yes, mentally and physically. I I, I feel like I'm in a, I mean, at this point in my life, I'm in a good place, you know, which is great. You know, and everybody say, you still fighting? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last thing I want to do. <laughs> uh, and, and I say, that was a stepping stone, you know. That was a stepping stone. You know, some people make a career out of it, and I knew it wasn't my career at, at some point, and I realized, you know, it's like it's time for me to do something. You know, so I stayed in there as long as I possibly could without getting brain injury or or suffering from some kind of – illness where i go back and commit suicide or something because i felt like i was cheated or ripped off and it's like i tried to stay mentally focused on what i want to do or where i want to go and that's where i'm at today you know it's like yes I'm 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 comfortable with life life is so great
2: and you know sammy that's that's a place that you have to get to, like you said, because all the young guys, all the young and hungry cats, they, they think I'm going to win a world championship and all that other stuff. At what point did you make the transformation from that mindset to, I'm going to get what I can get out of this, and, and I'm going to get out with all my faculties?
3: may sound weird or may sound not possible, okay? But I, think, I, re- I really know that I made that decision when I was like, eight or nine years old. Between eight and 11, I knew that I made that decision because where I grew up at was on 8th Street, which was on 8th Street, which is where the, I want to say the history of Columbia really started. You know, it's like, oh, you know, it's like, and we moved from 8th Street and uh, I decided, I mean, we moved to the to the projects and I was like, I don't want to live here. You know, and, and some and sometime in my life, I remember saying that to myself, I don't want to live here. You know, and uh, I look back and said, uh, if I ever get out of this place, I'm never coming back. You know, and not that it's, it's not that it's a bad place. It just, some people, it sets in the back of their mind, it's a bad image. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, cause you can always make better wherever you are. Sure. But it, but in me with me, I didn't want to be that person. I want to be the other person who s- drove to do better in life. You know, to to get to a point where I'm at today, where hey, I'm happy.
0: Well, you know, and getting out of, if you ever get out of Columbia and that sort of thing, you you certainly did. You you fought as. In Copenhagen, Denmark. Yeah, you yeah. you you fought in Ontario, Canada. You you fought at Columbia Central High School. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, how you know what was that like
3: traveling the the world? The traveling part was unbelievable for me, but it was great because every time they said or any, any time that I seen a contract and it said. Denmark, Copenhagen, hey, Switzerland, or let's say Puerto Rico. I was so happy to sign that thing on contract. <laughs> I was so happy, I'm like, and, and no sooner I signed that contract, I was already packing my bags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> let's get out of here. <laughs> that's that, that.
0: That's pretty awesome, man. I, I I love that. And and you, you know, had a couple of title fights, unfortunately. Didn't right. win them, right. but, but you right. you fought yeah. for a couple of titles. Yeah. And
3: I mean, I was I was that guy who fought you or was ready to fight you. If I never thought I wasn't going to win, sure. I mean, even though you had what you had, I still wanted to fight you because I was trying to make something of myself or make somebody of myself. You know, and to that extreme, whatever it took, I was in.
2: That's pretty cool. You know, you hear the horror stories. There was the, the guy fighting out in Nashville that fought somebody that had, you know, load, load, loaded gloves and different Took the padding things. out of the gloves, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, ever worry about
3: anything like that? Did I ever worry? I'm going to say no. That thought never crossed my mind at all. You know, it's been times where, even though that thought never crossed my mind, it's been times where I walked out of the boxing ring and looked in the mirror, and I look like the elephant man. I'm like, wow, you know? And then I look in the mirror again, maybe a year later, and go, well, look here. (laughs) I'm back. (laughs) Uh, As as Muhammad Ali said, I'm still pretty. I'm back. I'm back. That's interesting. So,
0: I, I have a an odd question because I know this is... In boxing, there are specific things that are really true to boxing. And one of them is the nickname, the alias. How did you come up with your nickname or alias, Silk?
3: That happened maybe between ages of... Five and eight, my uncle was. We was in the. They was playing cards in the living room one day, and my uncle needed something. He said, and he yells out, "Silk, Sammy, go get me!" Some. So, wow. at that point, <laughs> it was done. So, so you took
2: your nickname two
3: boxing. Yeah. There you go. Silk and Sammy went together, so I was happy with that. I'm like, okay.
0: Especially know? when you, I mean, in, in boxing, being smooth like Silk is a right. positive thing, and you right. know, especially at at, at the weight the weight classes you were fighting. So, that's interesting. Yeah. I like that, though. Yeah. Silk Sammy.
2: I'm here for it. <laughs> Turned pro in 97, how long did you fight professionally?
3: I fought for professionally for about 12 years. 12 years, you know. I can't remember the last, the last fight I fought was, I don't remember the date, but I do remember the person, DeAndre Lottimore. We fought in St. Louis. And when I went to St. Louis, I was like, I'm going to beat this guy. Yeah, I'm going to beat him. Then I met him. I'm like, yeah, I got him. I got him. And that's just a solid tuck. But even though we fought, we went 10 rounds, every punch that I threw and hit him with, I knew I was going to hit him. I told myself I was going to hit him. Did I hit him? Yes. You know, and we went 10 rounds and Ended up, he got the decision. And was I upset? No. It was a stepping stone. You know, should they have got the decision? No. You know, <laughs> no. Because in my mind, even though those judges said DeAndre Lottemore is the winner, you know, we fought for a belt then. And uh, in my mind, I was like, I beat him. Mm-hmm. You know. Well,
0: it's also, you know, it's a little different. A lot of times in boxing, the guy who comes in with the twenty and two record versus the guy with the twenty and nineteen record or twenty one and nineteen, whatever, the guy with the twenty and two is going to get a little bit more leniency, right? So that's that's why I hate judges which still, in sports, yeah,
2: which, yeah. Is still <laughs> <You're>, oh, <laughs> which is still not fair. Oh, absolutely, still not fair. Yeah. Do you watch much boxing?
3: No, no, I do not. I ain't gonna lie. You know, it's like when it comes down to it, I was like. I don't watch much boxing. I mean, if, if that was a big fight, you know, I'm, I mean, I've only bought – this is real. I've only bought one fight on the on the pay-per-view the whole time I've been fighting, and that was just last year. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't about paying for Dante. You know, I, I know what these guys do. <laughs> I know what these guys do. I don't know who's going to win, but I'll see it next week. <laughs>
0: There you go. You can see the highlights tomorrow.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like Ooh. I mean, I watch. I, if
0: I get a chance to watch Deontay Wilder, I do. But that's just because he's from Alabama, and you yeah. know how you know how we are. There we go. <laughs> we, we're gonna support our own. So yeah, you, yeah. yeah, that y'all do.
3: Yes, <laughs> that is that is
0: something that we we are certainly gonna do. We, it's it's <laughs> Alabama versus that's everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, I appreciate that you you would take some time to hang out with us. Sammy on the in the Parks Motor Sales hot seat answering some questions and giving us a little insight into the life of a former professional boxer. And again, if you want to hear Sammy's full story, you can hear that on History's Hook on WKRM, our sister station one oh three point seven. That will be eight AM on Saturday and six PM on Sunday. So be a lot of fun. Appreciate you hanging out with. Thank you for having me. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's the Wild and Wacky Wednesday where we give you the weirdest and wildest and wackiest news from across the world right here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn and Joint. Stick around. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there. And they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net.
1: Middle Tennessee Sports Today, the sports talk show you've always wanted. Welcome back into the show as it is
0: wild and wacky Wednesday where we are super excited for this particular segment. But before we get there, I want to tell you about the podcast. Once again, the Facebook live, very important. If you missed the show, Go to our website, SM tnsportscom At the top you can find the daily you can find the weekly schedule, which is listed in by day. So also the daily schedule. <laughs> you can find uh, the podcast tab at the top, the prep sports podcast, the hour two podcast, or the special guest podcast. Uh, you can click the watch live link. Go to the rundown if you missed the rundown in that first uh, segment and you want to get yesterday's scores and results uh, as well as today's schedule all in about three to four minutes, give or take. Um, There's that. Also, we got got a shop. You want some Southern Middle Tennessee sports swag? We can help you out. All you got to do, go to the shop, check it out. We got hoodies and T-shirts and ball caps and backpacks. Backpacks, packbacks. <laughs> I really like the crew neck t- sweatshirts. I mean that that's the whole reason we that we even got this shop was so that I could design um, an SM-T and sports sweatshirt for Sarah. So I mean, there's that. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Anyway, so yeah, go to our website, check it out. Plenty of sports news and. All the information there. Now, as we get ready for Wild and Wacky Wednesday, we need to tell you to visit our friends at JJ's Barbecue, 900 Hatcher Lane in Columbia. Uh, they are the, since 1998, the oldest family-owned barbecue restaurant in Columbia. So, there you go. Now, you guys, um, you guys eat a lot of sh- uh, a lot a lot of cereal. Ever eat cereal?
2: <laughs> I typically don't, and I'll probably eat even less after this. Oh boy! Yeah. Uh, so, what are you? What is your favorite cereal? If you're going to eat cereal, what
0: are you going to eat? Frosted Flakes. Okay,
1: I go with Crispix. Crisp yeah.
0: Crispix. This guy.
2: The, uh, the Cinnamon Toast Crunch that you're getting ready to blast.
0: <laughs> same,
2: Coach. Yes,
0: the same. Um, I am a Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy. I got some Cinnamon Toast Crunch in my pantry.
2: You are yeah. a Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy, or you uh, were I, uh, a well, Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy?
0: I am as far as the Cinnamon Toast Crunch that is sitting in my pantry.
1: Sure. And Until that, that runs out.
0: And when that's gone, I've already eaten it. So, oh, okay. <laughs> at this point, <laughs> you might as well finish it off. <laughs> you got to you got to know when that last bite's coming because you got to prepare yourself. This is the last time I'm ever going to eat this, <laughs> and it probably will be because uh, in Los Angeles, there were some shrimp tails found in a box of cinnamon toast crunch on Monday. Wow. Cinnamon toast crunch said it was an accumulation of the cinnamon sugar.
2: I've seen those little strings that they were talking about. It doesn't look anything like shrimp tail. So if it looked like a shrimp tail, it probably
0: <laughs> one hundred. Yeah. Uh, one of them certainly looks like yes. a shrimp tail. The other one kind of looks like a lot of cinnamon and sugar. Uh, the ironic part is that it was a comedian who uh, <laughs> who found it.
2: Not just a comedian. A comedian who's married to Topanga from Boy Meets World. There,
0: yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> so, by the way, Topanga heard mm. mm. heard a heard, a, uh, heard a, a, a conspiracy theory the other day. Do you ever real? Do you ever notice how uh, Sean, which is the brother, mm-hmm. he goes from really cool at the beginning of the show to kind of dorky in the end. And Topanga goes from kind of like an outsider, an outcast, and kind of obviously cute, but not like she wasn't anything special. But then as the show gets older, she becomes like the most popular girl in school and all this. The conspiracy theory is that the show is written from the point of view of what the crap is his name?
2: Sean's brother. I can't remember his name either. The, the character played by Fred Savage, but yes. I can't remember
0: his name. I, I really wish I could remember his name right now. Anyway, um, so he thought his brother was really cool when he was younger, mm. so his brother was really cool, but as he grew up, he realized his brother really wasn't all that cool, so he got dorkier and weirder and not as cool as the show went on, and Topanga became more and more popular as he became more and more infatuated with her. So,
2: Stewart. Stuart was his name. That's a very weird yeah. name. I guess I, I don't know that I heard his name called that often,
1: to be <laughs> You're honest. Right.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Stuart.
0: Oh man. So anyway. Um You guys not part of the dating the online dating world. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you you were never that wasn't part of your your uh do I have to answer?
2: That, 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 that tends to fly I'm in kidding. the face of marriage. It, so, it
0: <laughs> no, I mean like I mean like when you were you were searching for your current partners,
1: you weren't online dating. They didn't have it, I, right? <laughs> right. I, I did it once. Yeah, I you did it what? once when I first moved to Charlotte, North gotcha. Carolina. I was twenty-six. So yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, JP,
0: did you ever use a? Recipe for French fries to uh, lure your potential dates. No.
1: Should have. I should have. As much guy. as I love cooking, yeah.
0: Worked for... for, for uh,
1: Recipe for French fries.
0: Yeah. And no matter how charming you think you are, no one will ever like you more than French fries. And a 26-year-old woman named Collier Fernickes, who lives in D.C., matched with a guy named John on Tinder, and his first message to her was a detailed recipe for the French fries he wanted to make her.
3: hmm
2: i so, guess i just never really envisioned a recipe for french
1: fries yeah, you <laughs> yeah. just S- sliced cut. potatoes and grease <laughs> yeah i mean a
2: little bit of salt
1: salt at the end yeah. I mean.
2: yeah. maybe some cracked
1: Sa- black pepper salt to taste yeah you know? so what <laughs> that's the, the recipe the, 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 I, the I am curious which salt yeah does it say what the recipe is yeah, so she okay. tweeted it. And, so I, I'm uh, intrigued by this recipe though. Now,
0: all right. So here are here is the message. Hey, I wanted to come over and make you some Cajun fries.
1: Okay, okay. I'm going right. to
0: buy some low moisture Tony Chachere's seasoning then. I'm, okay. I'm going to buy some low moisture Yukon gold potatoes
2: and boil Ooh. them
0: for you. Low oh. moisture. How do boil you boil them? Okay. So, I you're going to
2: boil them. the potatoes before you fry them? We're going to keep going here. I'm going to okay.
0: refrigerate them overnight in different water from the water I boil them in. Then, I'm going to fry them in vegetable oil for seven to eight minutes. Then, I'll let them cool for a little while and toss them in some Cajun seasoning. Then, fry them again. Double fried. At that point, we will serve them to you with sort of a gourmet sauce.
1: An aioli? Probably.
0: They yeah. will be the best and crunchiest French fries you, you've ever had in your entire life. You won't even know what happened,
2: folks. You know what? Hey. <laughs> I'm not going to go on a date with him, but I might be interested in his French <laughs> fry recipe. He also
0: put uh, put together a PowerPoint presentation on why you should date him. Uh, this is the best slide, according to Collier. Collier said, in conclusion, bullet points. Please, PLS, date me. We could meet for drinks and I'll get all anxious. I could send you memes. I'm tall. Maybe you could meet Draco sometimes. So I assume that's a dog or something. And really great at responding to texts.
1: I I bet Draco's a cat.
0: I bet Draco's a cat. You're probably right. <laughs> um,
1: Just a hunch. She responded to the message. So it
0: worked. Yeah. I want you to know that I will absolutely hold you to this. I take fries very seriously. <laughs> Ah, it is a dog,
1: by the way. Oh, wow.
0: I'd need to buy ingredients, but I got this. My dog will be there in a little chef's hat helping. (laughs) She said, my dog can also assist. Oh, boy. And he said, like a double date. Oh, good Mm. Lord. If they like each other, they could
1: get matching sweaters. You know, he must have done his research on her her, that, A, she likes French fries. There had to be something in there. B, she has a dog. And she has a dog. I think this is his standard Oh, you think that's a stick every time? I think it's a standard stick. Sure, surely he surely he well, that's knew. Awfully speci- First of all specific to her. <laughs> okay, but listen, yeah. but listen. Yukon gold potatoes. Hey, yeah.
0: Cajun seasoning very cheap. Way cheaper than taking every girl out for dinner. That's 30 bucks a pop. You can get a bag of
2: potatoes for 8 bucks. But what's your time worth? If you're on, I mean, if, you're, if, you're, if you're, you're you're, matching, sli- you're slicing these potatoes, you're boiling these potatoes, you're refrigerating these potatoes this is overnight.
1: A, at least a twelve-hour process. Yeah. And okay, and then
2: you're frying the potatoes twice. Twice.
1: Yeah, I, I
0: don't think you guys understand some, how yeah. online dating works. This is a <laughs> numbers game. <laughs> well, I will tell you, you're right. I don't understand. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I did not. I did not find my wife dating online. However, that is. Isn't it ironic that you know a lot of us we a lot of folks out there dating online and then they end up marrying the girl they met at the supermarket. It's like, you know what? Maybe we should just not waste our time dating online because clearly that doesn't work. Let's just go to the frozen food section and find the girl who gets the best
2: pizza. Yeah, and just hang out yeah. in the frozen <laughs> yeah. food section. Yeah. Let me know how that works. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: just stalk around the corner in the chip aisle and just, until you find somebody you like or you find the pizza you like. Full oh,
2: disclosure. Man. I did meet Jody on match.com.
1: Oh, man. Uh, what, so uh, what was your game? How did you yeah, approach her? I, there were no french
2: fries No involved. french fry recipe? No. should have been.
1: Nope. Uh-uh. Clearly worked So out. what did you do that worked? Give us your first... <laughs> come on, Mo. You'll have to ask her, I guess. Oh, That's you don't like remember what your uh, first... Uh, I, did you reach to her? Or she... Uh, no, I, no, I reached out to her. You reached her, out to yeah, her? Yeah.
2: We, we actually met at a... Um, Starbucks and Murfreesboro on my way down to the Georgia-Vanderbilt game in 2006. Hey, there you go. Back when I was covering yep. that. Yeah. So Interesting. All right. Yeah. So
0: All I'm saying is Tinder is a numbers game. Match.com is a little different because you're paying for it and you're really there to like find a relationship. Tinder, no. This is...
2: <laughs> that ain't about relationships.
0: No. That, no. It's a numbers game
1: by relationships, but not that really type and, of relationship. And this
0: guy is smart <laughs> enough to know that I've only got to buy two bags of potatoes, and I can probably do this for and two, some or three seasoning. weeks. And some some oil.
2: Hold on. So this was on Tinder. Yeah. Okay. I am intrigued. I'm intrigued by those
1: fries. Yeah.
2: I'm probably going to try. Uh huh. Yeah. I think it's the twice
1: cooked, the twi- twice yeah. well, and with kinda the kinda... seasoning on it, and yeah. boiling them beforehand will that pre cooks them par-cooks par them, mm-hmm. partially par-cooks mm-hmm. them, uh, that allows for the French fry to get crispy. You can do it twice, and you don't, you don't have it too crunchy or too cooked on the outside and not cooked on the inside. By par-cooking them, it allows you to uh, to get that perfect they'll crisp be, on it.
2: They'll be... I m- was just, I mean, how, yes. yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how, how do you boil them enough to get that but not overcook not them? Not
1: over-boil them. So where you eight can eight still minutes, Seven, eight minutes can say, apparently, there you go. <laughs> the, the, the stopwatch
2: comes in handy. Yep. <laughs> or, the,
0: or or the clock on the microwave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, I have to. Uh, I was I was I was watching a video this morning where a girl texted her mom and said, "Hey, mom, can I get a microwave for my bedroom?" <laughs> and mom was like, "You you, you just want to buy it like yourself?" And she was like, "Yeah." She's like, "Fine, I don't care. It's your money, whatever." And uh, she said, why do you want a microwave? She said, well, I want to make popcorn and ramen noodles in my bedroom, like, at night. And so I guess that's fine, if it, depending on how big your house is, whether or not you want to go downstairs. That's fine, whatever. But here's the best part is she says to her mom, what kind of batteries does the microwave take? Mm, mm. And her mom was like, what are you talking about? So he goes, well, obviously it's the big ones, but I don't know which ones. So... Oh <laughs> she says, microwaves don't take batteries. And the daughter was like, well, how does it have power? And she's like, well, you plug it in. She goes, how am I supposed to know that the only ones I've ever seen have been attached to walls? Like above the stove. They've never seen a cord. What school That's- is she going to? <laughs> <laughs> and how this- did she
1: get in? Yeah.
0: My guess is this is like a a, a teenager, preteen, <laughs> <laughs> somebody who would want to, to have... She's not the one whose
2: mom just went to prison for the bribery to get her in. No. (laughs) The Varsity
0: Blue scandal. (laughs) Anyway. All right, folks. That is Wild and Wacky Wednesday brought to you by our friends at JJ's Barbecue over 900 Hatcher Lane in Columbia. Uh, Go see Julie and Destiny and all the folks, the great folks over at JJ's Barbecue. If you missed any part of today's show, of course, it's on the podcast. If you want to join us tomorrow, we would appreciate it. We'll be here, 9 a.m., same bat time, same bat channel. If you're down in Franklin County, go ahead. We've
2: got former professional football agent Joel Corey set to join us in the second hour tomorrow to talk about some NFL stuff.
0: How free agency kind of works mm-hmm. so if you're curious on that join us um but check out sm-tnsports.com later for coverage of baseball and probably some hoops action tonight so all that and more on tomorrow's edition of southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid-tennessee barn and joint thank you guys for hanging out with us for coach mike and jp plant and maurice Patton, i'm chris Alsting. have a great day and stay cool columbia